Welcome to another Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. There is great power in the number three. It is not only the number our brains remember most, but it is also the triad, as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. It represents wholeness, and what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches. We created this show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life. This is where we have real conversations and share our own personal experiences along the way. At the close of the show, we'll also offer up our own personal coaching techniques related to the topic as well. Today's topic is surrender. Some definitions for surrender may include To yield power, control, or possession of another upon compulsion or demand, to give up completely, or to agree to forego, especially in favor of another, to give oneself up into the power of another. These definitions all convey that it is for another, while the truth is, it is really for us. Let me explain. As humans, we are taught to suffer, and part of this suffering comes from wanting to exercise control over everything, everybody, and every experience in our lives. Control, however, is just an illusion, giving us the false sense of power. And the more we fight to control, the more we end up feeling exhausted, anxious, fearful, jealous, depressed, lonely, victimized, and sick. Most of all, we end up becoming a lesser version of ourselves. While surrendering may feel as though we have lost control, we are really gaining more. We are handing it all over to a deeper knowing within us, our higher self. There is a Middle Eastern proverb, trust in God, but tether your camel. While we are choosing to trust in something greater than ourselves through surrender, we still remain active participants retaining responsibility in the process and are finally willing to open up to the nature of uncertainty in the journey. After all, It is our lack of resistance which allows us the opportunities most of us could never imagine happening for us because we are not necessarily hardwired for happiness nor peace. And until we understand that we are not a victim, that the world does not conspire against us, but rather for us, can we truly live a life in peace. Stay tuned for this episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour where we will be discussing more about surrender and share what that means to us. And remember, this is a live show, and we're offering up intuitive messages and insight. So feel free to message us on our Facebook page at Love From The Hip, that's HYP. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R dot com. 
A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing surrender. If you have a question or need some advice, message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. What a fantastic topic. This seems to be right up your alley, Sakura. Yes, this is one of the life lessons that took me pretty much 41 years to learn, (laughs) right? (laughs) And I'm still learning it, right? I haven't learned all of it, but it's definitely something that I share with my clients and also complete strangers. Um, And like I said, it took me 41 years to realize that this looming cloud that I had of fear and anxiety Mm -hmm. um, was due to the fact that I was not surrendering to myself, Mm. to not being me, right? Trying to appease and please other people and fit in, Mm -hmm. fear of judgment, Um, And I also couldn't surrender to being loved or getting what I deserved. And and that included self-love, right? Yeah. And I do believe, you know, we are asked from a very young age, who do we want to be instead of exploring who we are? And then we spend all of our lives becoming something else that when we get sick or something is not right, it's encouraging us to get back to who we are. So then we have to go back. And it's a lot of work, right? It is. Yeah, I love that. So how has surrendering changed your life? Well, I'll start with how not surrendering changed my life, <laughs> right? That's a good way to do it. And that's when I got very sick 
and ale with pemphigus vulgaris, which is a rare autoimmune disorder. And that was just five years ago. And when I finally chose to surrender was when I started to heal. And it's interesting because when you get sick, right, with anything, you spend so much time trying and so much energy trying to label it and trying to identify it. But you don't, and, and also controlling the symptoms, right? Well, what drug can I take? What, you know, what therapy can I do? When really you're being encouraged to sit in the illness. And so that is something I also had to do was to really sit in the illness, make a commitment to it, and understand why it, why it was there. Yeah, to change your perspective around it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. That's a tough one, but how life-changing is that? So, Rory, what did you have to learn to surrender to? Well, I think it's very similar to what Sakura is talking about. So, you know, it very much rings true of having some pretty serious health issues. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, what a lot of us do is we just start to look at the physical, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of the most obvious thing, right? You start to look at the symptoms. You feel like there's a physical cause. And so you kind of go down that road for a long time until you don't find answers, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I also learned about you know, the meaning of surrender and the meaning of trust and what, and really how to incorporate that into my life. So same kind of same timeline. I mean, this happened for me about five years ago. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. There's a couple things that were coming to mind. One was having somebody else help me surrender Mm. because I would, I wasn't surrendering. I was trying after my back surgery went wrong and uh, I didn't, I couldn't feel my right leg. And I kept going back to the surgeon, right? And she's like, going, I didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing. And I kept, you get to fix me, you know, because I was giving my power away. Right. And then one time when she just stopped and said, which was, a, which was a gift at the time, I didn't think so, was that was, she's like, there's nothing else I can do. You have to figure this out. Hmm. And I mean, I was just taken aback. Seemed very harsh at the time. It was so <laughs> harsh, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yet... It was because I was getting messages that, Brenda, you've got the answers. Right. You need to surrender to what's happening. There's a reason. And I kept getting it, but I wasn't listening until then. So I think that's powerful because sometimes we can come to the conclusion ourselves, or we get pushed into it, mm-hmm. which either way, depending upon, like you were saying, the perception around it is what's important. Right. Absolutely. And I think, you know, for me, it was a learning process, even just being sick as to what I was learning to surrender to through the illness, right? So aside from the illness itself, I was surrendering to my body. My body had been speaking to me mm-hmm. for so long because I was completely out of alignment with my true self. So I was experiencing other physical ailments. It wasn't like PV just popped up and then that was it. Yeah. You know, I had vertigo and sinus infections and gut issues. So my body was always talking to me, and I had to make the commitment to myself, to my body, to finally listen, and I was finally ready to hear it. Mm-hmm. And then being present, because with having pemphigus vulgaris, it's super painful. You have blisters and open wounds covering your whole body. And, I mean, it's, it's essentially like being a burn victim. And so I had to surrender to the present moment through the pain, right? The pain kept me present. And, you know, you, you say to everyone as a spiritual worker, hey, you know, be present, be present. But, I mean, how, how often are you doing that, really? Yep. And so this illness really forced me to be present 
And then divine timing was another thing I had to surrender to, right? Is that I was constantly rushing my life. Well, I would like that. I'd like the house. I'd like the car. I'd like the job. Instead of really understanding that everything will come when it's supposed to, if it's supposed to come. And part of that with being sick was if this is the way that I'm going to die, to exit this lifetime, then this is the way I'm going to do that. And I had to surrender to that. Mm. So that was also challenging and asking for help, as you were saying. And I had always been very independent. I mean, I was a single mother at the time. I was a solopreneur. And I finally had to wave the white flag and say, no, I can't do this by myself. Um, And then Western medicine, right? I had Mm. to surrender to that because I was part of one of the first people to receive this experimental drug for pemphigus vulgaris, but it was being used already for lymphoma. And I had to surrender to, okay, because my understanding with Western medicine was I didn't really trust it. Mm -hmm. I had always had a holistic approach to everything in my life. And even, you know, when my family members would rely on Western medicine, I would have this kind of stigma about it. And now it was in my face, like, you have to do this or that's it. And so Anita Mirjani actually helped me through that, Dying to Be Me, and reading about her whole, you know, wanting to avoid cancer medicine and radiation, and she also gave into it. But through that process, I was letting my body know, okay, this is the intention of this medicine, right? And also speaking to the medicine, which I know sounds crazy. No, not to (laughs) me. But it's all about intention, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the other things, one of the other things that I had to surrender to was God, um, even the word. I had so much religious trauma from my experience as a child. And my sister-in-law and her sister-in-law would come over when I was sick and hold hands with me in prayer and pray to God. And I just, I had to surrender to that, you know. And, and, and it's interesting because I had always talked to angels and spirit and universe, whatever you call it. But the word God itself, I just had so much trauma built around that, and I just had to let it go. And then the biggest thing that I had to surrender to was my true self mm-hmm. and being okay with who I was and knowing that who I was was who everyone else wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. You know, And by being myself, I would allow others to do the same. So That's a big realization. Yeah. That's really powerful. It seemed like a lot within, you know, I was laid up for a good year. I had the illness for quite several years. But just in that year, I felt I grew so much. And I had to basically tear everything down that I ever knew about myself, which wasn't about me, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what everyone else said about me (laughs) in order to rebuild or rebirth myself. Yeah, it's amazing how those experiences force you to slow down and pay attention and become introspective. Right. Right. But I don't want those experiences to happen for other people. Right. I don't want you to have to learn how to surrender through something so devastating. You need to let go of control of that. Right. You need to let go of control. (laughs) You need to surrender. (laughs) I mean, sometimes that's the only way. A lot of times. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because other people, you know, we all have our own journeys Mm -hmm. and we don't know why. Right. But yeah, it's um, if we can surrender sooner, it'd be great. Yet, you know, no matter how hard we try, usually it comes down to something like that, something bigger Mm -hmm. to bring us to our knees. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I think it's also there's a lot going on in the world, right? People don't always want to pay attention. Mm -hmm. We 
crave tuning out and just like it's better and, to be and, distracted yeah, yeah entertainment and distraction because we don't want to think about all the scary things in life mm-hmm. well and, and i and i love how like you were talking with spirit and all that but you were also like okay i'm going to go forward i'm going to do this you were you know doing that with your life and so spirit kind of goes wait a second <laughs> let's get congruent here yeah let's knock you down let's get get it straight mm-hmm. and then you've got a path to follow Right. You know, I mean, yeah. so many people share about that. It's like, oh, I was on this one path of busy, busy, busy in life and not paying attention, like you said, Rory. And then something happened, whether it's a divorce or death or, you know, major illness. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I have a whole different perspective. Mm-hmm. Or you think you're paying attention, right? You think you got it. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> that whole thing. Like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah, when you think about true transformation, I mean, it it's, it's takes a ton of energy and effort yeah. regardless of what it kind does. it is right even if it's a very positive kind like going to the gym and transforming yourself on a physical level yeah. lots of energy lots of dedication and then transforming these patterns that you've had your entire life like it just doesn't happen easily right right i know we, we want it to but that's just not the way that it works no i remember when i got sober and going into the rooms of aa because that's what helped me but i remember them saying okay you only have to change one thing and i thought great one thing, because I wanted the easy way, right? What is that? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and I went, I was so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But it's true. It is true. It is yeah. true, because yeah. if we continue to do the same thing, we're going to get what we got. Yeah. So we do have to do it differently, and I think that we can help ourselves. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. becoming a different person. As you mentioned, maybe more your true self right? and not the mask or not the persona. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you wrote about that in your book, right? I did. It's the book that both Rory and I are in, which is called The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing, Volume 5. And my chapter is number 11, which is Heal Your Unease to Heal Your Disease. And so it's a brief account of what I went through with Pemphigus vulgaris. And then at the end, I share a tool. And I share the SASI mirror method. I love that. <laughs> tell us, tell us more. So it's an acronym for see, ask, solution, surrender, and yourself. And this is a method that helped me through my own healing um, and also something that I recommend for my clients and has been quite effective for them. So step one would be C, right? And this all involves the mirror because as much as I tried to sugarcoat everything when I was sick, I, I said, oh, I'm fine, Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. It's it's just it's just a little little blister, no big deal. And then I'd look in the mirror, and my whole back was just covered, right? So the mirror doesn't sugarcoat anything, and it's going to tell you like it is. Mm-hmm. And so this is a method that you're going to do in front of the mirror if you're struggling with any sort of ailment, whether you can see it or not, and or disease, because a disease is just merely, merely. I make it sound so insignificant. Mm-hmm. This is huge. It's a big misalignment with your true self, mm-hmm. and so. All your body is asking you is to check in, to, to refocus, repurpose. Well, pay attention. Right? Pay attention. Yeah. Exactly. So step one is to see. And this is where you're just going to use the, the mirror to get really intimate with yourself. It's something we all struggle with. I mean, even the science has proven that we have a hard time looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying, I love you, oh, yeah. or smiling at ourselves, right? It feels awkward and mm-hmm. weird. Why should we give ourselves that much energy? So this is really making the time to give yourself that energy and have that intimate relationship. So see yourself. Really see. And if your wounds are visible, really look at them and notice them and see how you, how you feel. And then step two is to ask. So 
again, a dis-ease does not define you. So acknowledging, by acknowledging it as if it were separate from you, as if it's like a whole other being, you're already beginning the healing process. And so ask the dis-ease as if it's another person, as I said, why it's here and see what comes to you. And this may be something that you're doing while you're looking and then you're closing your eyes and seeing what information comes to you and then open your eyes and take a look. And step three is solutions. So again, as I said, a dis-ease is only, only a misalignment. So there are ways to realign yourself and you actually know how. We have all the answers to all our problems if we would just sit quiet in ourselves. And so once you ask for the solutions, what do I need to do? Listen to what comes in your mind. And it may sound so completely absurd. And maybe it's a metaphor and that's how you speak to yourself. So really take the time to decipher it. Don't dismiss anything. And then step four is to surrender. And of course, this is the hardest step, right? You're looking at yourself when you can't even recognize yourself if you have open wounds or visible wounds. And you're telling yourself, I surrender. And I want you to say it out loud. Shout it out if needed. Really tell yourself that you mean it. And then knowing that divine source, God, spirit, whatever you believe in also has your back so that you can stop resisting it because it's already here, right? So make the conscious choice to sit in it. And then step five is yourself. Again, a disease is an ailment, which means you've gotten so far away from yourself. So you need to work your way back. And this is by developing that relationship with you. And so this is I love you. Right. Despite all the pain and suffering and despite what you look like, needing to say, I love you and then saying, I forgive you. Right. For not paying attention, not paying attention to everything that your body was trying to show you and express to you and not listening. And then saying you choose yourself. Right. That you are an advocate for yourself, for your own healing, that you're not going to give all your power away to someone else to expect them to heal you is your responsibility. And tell yourself that you choose to make yourself a priority and meet your needs first and foremost and feel that enthusiasm. And so each time you do this, it's going to get a little easier. It's not going to feel as awkward. And it's just going to help to realign you with yourself each time. And hopefully, eventually, each time you do it, you're closer to living dis-ease-free. Powerful. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, my gosh. I, and I love steps. Yeah, right? I know I love, you do. I, I'm the exercise. <laughs> Give me steps. Give me practical. I know you do. Yeah, yeah. because that is, that is powerful, and it's so true, because most of us do not prioritize ourselves. No. And I love how you broke it down. Plus, I love the word sassy. <laughs> but the mirror has been important, because that's what I found, too, is I wasn't looking at myself in the, my eyes. I wasn't mm-hmm. seeing me. We can put do our hair and our makeup, but you... You're looking was, over yourself, essentially. Looking over or yeah. just around or through, not not into. Mm-hmm. And that's a really just that alone most people can't do right. intentionally. So this is a really neat exercise. And to know that I have the answers, mm-hmm. you know, and something that stuck out was, yeah, forgive yourself, of course, for not listening. Right. Right. And that's something we got to do daily. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> Listening right? to that intuition. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, I mean, that was really my takeaway is just, is just listening, as you mentioned, yeah. and that we're just not taught to do that, Mm-mm. right? So as you, as you mentioned, we give our power away, especially in situations like this, because that's just what we know. Right. But really, you know, li- you know listening to your steps, it's just about getting quiet and opening yourself up to that intuition and understanding that it's not going to just 
turn on right away, right? Right. Like with intuition, you got to be patient. Mm -hmm. But as you mentioned, like inside of us, we have the answers. We have the guidance. We know what's best for ourselves. And, yeah. But but we have to we have to get quiet and take that time to do it. Yeah, yeah, and that that is powerful. Yeah, and it's not that I'm not learning to surrender to new things, right? I'm human. Of course. <laughs> so the current thing that I'm trying to work through is to live in this place without suffering. Mm-hmm. Right? How is it to come from a place of happiness and bliss? And one of the things I'm learning to do is to manifest out of a place of bliss, not out of fear and scarcity. Oh, nice. Right? Not running from lack to something better, which has always helped me, and I have always gotten from worse to better. But now I'm actually just surrendering to the flow. And by being in the flow, I can have instant manifestation. And it's working. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I want to hang out with you. (laughs) You are. (laughs) That's true. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, so stay tuned for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. And if you have a question about surrender or would like an intuitive message, then message us directly on Facebook, Love from the Hip, that's HYP. What would it be like to deeply remember the secrets of your soul so that you can travel the unknown with confidence and genuinely sit back, relax, enjoying life without all the everyday worries? I'm Jen Duchenne, a mystic mentor who guides you to align and amplify your soul's true mission. Get healing, clarity around your next steps, release unresolved guilt, agreements, and karma so that you can fulfill your purpose and reach your utmost potential while experiencing true freedom. Awaken the soul power within you today with me, Jen Shen. Learn more at jenduchen.com. That's J-E-N-D-U-C-H-E-N-E.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U. URAskinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. On today's show, we're discussing surrender. If you have a question or need some advice, message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. All right. Well, enough about me. Uh, Brenda, (laughs) what was the hardest thing for you to surrender to? It's going on right now. 
um, one of the hardest things that to date that I've had is surrendering to the fact that I'm not in control of my husband's medical condition mm. with, you know, the cognitive dissonance that's going on and the dementia. <clears throat> it has been so challenging. I mean, it, it, it rocked my world, took me to my knees and, you know, I kept trying to fix it. I wanted it to be the same. Right. And it's not. And so there's no control. That I mean, that's total loss of control. And it took me a year before I could, you know, I went through the anger, the grief, the anticipatory grief and all of that. And finally, just kind of just going, what am I supposed to do, God? What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I heard the message, have compassion. And I went, I'm trying compassion. <laughs> and it was like, for you. Mm. And that just changed how I, it's like, Brenda, you can't stop it. You can't change it. But what can I do with it? You were talking about that. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. shift of perception around it. And that helped me a lot because, you know, sometimes if you, depending on how you look at it, he's in an okay place. Right. Really. I'm the one trying to bring him back. Maybe he doesn't want to come back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm causing my own suffering. When I realized that, and I'm still in it. But when I realized that, it really helped me so much. So that's the toughest thing that I'm learning to surrender to. And I am and I think I'm getting to the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still kind of kicking and screaming a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it, it really has. It just, it, it's, it's I, I never expected that. And I think that's the hard part. You know, kind of like dis-ease, right? right? You don't expect it. Mm-hmm. And what do we do with it? But the shift of perception changes everything. Absolutely. And I think you said something in there too, is what collectively everyone's experiencing is wanting to bring things back. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Back to the way it was. It's not going to be the way it was. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. And But how can I, you know, adjust to this new normal? Mm-hmm. And how can I help him adjust. And the only way you can is by shifting yourself. Right? Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's that was that big thing. Because I thought, like you said earlier, I thought I had it figured out. Right. <laughs> I thought I was doing all the stuff. But man, that one took me to my knees. I was like, oh, I'm not practicing mm-hmm. being present in the moment. He's very present in the moment. Right. I'm not practicing that. Big lessons. Yeah, yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, Rory, what, what's been the hardest thing for you to surrender to? I think, you know, you you touched on this a little bit, but for me, it's really this concept of surrendering to divine timing, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that I think we all want to accomplish in our lives or changes that we want to make, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, we can talk more about that, but like, I think it's great to want to create and have a, have a, you know, have a happy life and accomplish things and feel fulfilled. And then there's also the other side of that, like, well, if you can't just be happy with what is, then can you truly be happy, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, you know, we all have grand plans. And I'm just trying to learn to accept the fact of timing, right? That that you put these things out into the universe, that you want to manifest things in your life, Mm -hmm. and that at times it feels like nothing's happening, right? Because you don't Mm -hmm. see something day to day that gives you some feedback that like something's moving. But I've I've really realized that, you know, these these chess pieces are moving on the board all the time. Mm -hmm. So you may put out this concept like, oh, I want to have a new job. And And you know all the qualities of the job and you're excited about the job. But for six months, it feels like nothing's Stagnant. happening. Right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you start to go, oh, well, I guess, I guess nothing's happening. And you, you start to get a little demoralized. Right. But, you know, it's having that realization that, okay, well, just because you're ready 
doesn't mean all the other pieces on the board have moved into a position that allows for this event to happen. Or in and, your highest good. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's just learning to surrender to the idea that things are happening for you constantly. Mm-hmm. But just mm-hmm. because you can't see them on a daily basis does not mean it's not happening. Right. And that eventually, like time and time again, I've realized that it does happen. It just takes longer than I want it to. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it's not the perfect time. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think we're all kind of in a hurry. We want to control all the pieces. Right. But it's really just surrendering to the fact that it's happening for your benefit and it's happening on its own timing and you just have to be okay with that. And I think also when you put it out there, then it's your responsibility to maintain that frequency. 100%. Right? Yep. So that everything does align to come and to match yeah. you. And then so now it's your job to stay there. Yeah, right? on a daily basis mm-hmm. to not get frustrated or feel like it's not happening to go, no, I know it's happening. Right. Even yeah. though I can't see it. I trust, I surrender, and you're right to keep that frequency. So you are manifesting what you want and not pushing it away. Yeah, and being open to that, that trust came mm-hmm. to mind, right? And doing that, I liked your analogy, Rory, too, of the chess, right? We've got to watch how the pieces are played and be open because the only reason I'm trying to control is out of safety. Fear, yeah. Yeah, and so when you realize that, oh, you have that aha moment. It's like, oh, then I can surrender a little bit more yeah. right a little easier i can trust the fact and stay in that higher vibration because that's so important and it's so freeing really you don't put all that angst and anger and frustration and in, into it right any situation i.e sitting in traffic right? right just knowing that okay this is happening it's you know i can't control it. it's just let's just go along for the ride how can i make it a good experience right yeah because you can take like you said responsibility there's freedom with responsibility mm-hmm. because then I have a choice. Right. Where before I didn't think I had that. Responsibility was a bad word, mm-hmm. you know, depending upon how we grew up. But really, it's not. It is about giving us choice. I have yeah. a choice of how I want to handle it or how I want to think or what my thoughts are. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Well, I think we've also been taught that hard work will get you everything that you uh, want. Of yes. course. Right? Yep. And so when you Hard work and suffering. So you feel like you do have to control everything. <laughs> yeah, right. You have to make an effort every single day mm-hmm. or nothing is going to happen. And this is almost it's flipping that. Mm-hmm. It's saying you do have to make an effort. Mm-hmm. You have to decide what you want. You have to set your intention. A it's, conscious effort. Right? Yeah, you still mm-hmm. have to make choices at times mm-hmm. and you still do have to put out some level of effort. Sure. But then surrendering's like, "Oh, but once I do that, the universe is helping me and I don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have yeah. to figure it all out because it's all happening for my benefit. Or it's all been figured out by your soul before you came into this life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a whole that's other what show. I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good topic. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the messages we have for today. Eric, can you help us out? You know it. Uh, we got a question from Kyle from Honolulu. He says, I've had chronic health issues and at times I lose faith that'll ever get better. Should I just surrender and stop trying? Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. It is. I don't think surrendering is that you've stopped trying. It's actually, I don't don't see it as giving up. I see it as giving in. Mm -hmm. You're finally making the choice to give in to you. Yeah, and I think, as we mentioned, it's, it's changing your perspective around it. If you can look at it that you're learning something from this experience, and this experience is for your benefit, even though it's painful and it's frustrating, mm-hmm. and especially with like, you know, chronic health issues that can go on for 
decades, right? Mm-hmm. It's a long yeah. time. And it's tough. I mean, I've experienced that. I, I, I completely understand that at times you just want to give up, right? It's frustrating. But if anything, I've learned that I've benefited so much from the knowledge. I wouldn't be the person I am today if I hadn't gone through all of that. All oh, the healing modalities too, and the well, yeah, people that yeah, were a people part that of I've it. met, healing mm-hmm. modalities, things that I've learned, it, how it's transformed me as a human being, how it's made me more compassionate and empathetic, and want to help others. I mean, so many great benefits, even though it has been challenging. So I don't think it's it is about surrendering to the process, right? Right. It is not mm-hmm. about surrendering in terms of giving up, because then you just you're not playing the game, right? Well, and you're not looking outside yourself to be fixed mm-hmm. either. Because we don't need to really be fixed. It's more of like you were talking about, the understanding. When I did that, luckily that surgeon said that to me because then that put me on a different path of looking inside. And that's when I started to get better. When I started to look at other modalities and other different ways that I could help myself, it was powerful. So it's not, it's not that you're not trying. Right. I agreed with what you said. It's really taking control in a good way of your own self going inward what is the messages like you talked about what's mm-hmm. in here what am i what am i learning from this and how can i learn more yeah and while your medical team is there for you to help you through the process i mean this is really up to you do you want to heal mm-hmm. do you want to live your life are you living your life what does that look like start asking yourself questions that it can help you move forward and make you not feel like you're stuck or stagnant Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that helps you. All right. Our next message, Eric. Yeah. Jennifer from Portland says, I keep receiving information about people and that it's validated. It feels uncomfortable. I'm afraid to share it because I don't want to be labeled as crazy like my mother was. (laughs) Is it better for me to just surrender to it? Crazy is the new normal. So (laughs) (laughs) be proud. Be proud. I understand. I mean, as a child, it was all coming in for me, and it was very scary. I didn't know what to do with the information, so I suppressed it. But then I suppressed it for too long, and I got sick. So I don't want that to happen to you. And I just say, honor it. Allow it. And and when I say also allow it, allow it to come in how it will come in for you. Don't get too caught up in how information may come in for another medium or psychic. It's going to come in uniquely for you. Well, nowadays, I think it's becoming a little bit more mainstream, too. So that's how we can get more. More people will talk about it and give you help. Right. Like call Sakura. She'll help you through this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because that's what it takes. I'm all about bringing people out of the spiritual closet. Call me. There you go. You talk to dead people. You know, (laughs) I mean, and that's what it is. Because back in the day, the moms, because my mom was extremely intuitive. She shut it down. Yeah. And which was unfortunate because she thought, you know, she was crazy. She didn't have a lot of people to support her. So I, for one, am like so into the intuition and the gifts that we have that I would encourage you to reach out and find someone that can support you. Right. Right. In this and be able to help, you know, encourage you instead of thinking you're like your mother and crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you can also feel out the situation, decide <laughs> when to share information and when not to share information mm-hmm. and find tactics where I think anybody is open to receiving information. It's just the delivery method, right? I think d- different people would like to get it in different ways sure. depending on how open-minded they are. Yeah. But right, if you're like, 
You mean like don't do online dating and then give the men psychic hits Probably, when you're on dates with them and yeah, freak them out? Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't <laughs> think that works. That's a whole other show, Sakura. Yeah. It sounds like you got some experience. <laughs> but yes, delivery is, is yeah, a big right? part of like it. Like learning Absolutely. how to, to, to deliver that information in a way that's suitable for the person that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, a, that's a really important skill. And understanding that the information that you're giving isn't just about you, yeah. right? Like this is for someone else. Yep. So it's a selfless act. It is. And especially depending on the information that you're getting, it's really important to be able to help people. Yeah, it's needed. Mm -hmm. So so do it. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, we're going to take another break, but stay tuned for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I am forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Be sure to also check us out on Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on 94.7 FM KBKW and 9 p.m. South African time on Cape Town Zone Radio 88.5 FM. It's time for Sakura's Spiritual Sense. Thank you, Eric. All right. Well, let's ask Spirit, Universe, or God for more insight on today's topic of surrender. 
And today I'll be pulling a card from the Wild Offering Oracle card deck by Tasha Silver. And the card I pulled is... Divine Timing. (laughs) (laughs) So the divine brings things in the timing that we need. Nothing comes before we're prepared, nor leaves too early. May you always trust your perfect and divine timing. So I want you to think about all the times that you've tried to force something or rush something. How did that go? I'm assuming not as well as you may have wanted it to go. What if you were to allow things to come in for you as they should? Think of how much less stress and anxiety you would be carrying around with you. In a world where everything is instant gratification, I encourage you to choose and trust patience and wait. Surrender to the timing that your soul and the universe have divinely designed for you. Always perfect. Yeah, I was like right on with this card. <laughs> you were. You were just, yeah, you were intuiting. I'm just wondering, does this, this divine timing apply to Amazon deliveries too? Because I'm not sure I can, I don't, I I think, can go that far. No, I think they have an exception. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brenda brings it back around. Surrendering to the unknown can be scary. To most of us, it is about vulnerability. I like Brene Brown's thoughts of vulnerability, which are the more we protect ourselves from vulnerability, the more we grow fearful and disconnected. Being vulnerable then means the opposite, engaging fully and openly with the world around us. Vulnerability is the courage of putting ourselves out there. Surrendering takes courage and that willingness to be vulnerable with ourselves, other people, and to that higher self that Sakura talked about in the beginning. Somewhere in our lives, we have learned from our environment and society that being in so-called control is healthy and will protect us. We try to control our surroundings and ourselves by becoming too rigid in our beliefs and how we do things, which actually ends up stifling our creativity and relationships with others, let alone ourselves. If you are a self-professed control freak, I'm a recovering control freak. Maybe you could start to practice loosening control by doing a few things like not doing everything yourself and asking for help. Express what you really think and feel to someone you feel is safe. And slow down and be present like we've talked about. Being present allows you to be curious, which can lead to accepting how things are versus how you think they should be. Maybe you start with a willingness to be curious about where the control started If you think back, was there a traumatic event in your life where you felt unsafe? Give yourself some time to get curious about it and journal whatever comes up for you. Or you can do a meditation and ask yourself, what age was I when I felt I needed to control my life? You know, forgiveness is all about surrender. We get to be willing to accept that we were victimized, but that does not make us a victim. When we stop blaming, we can reframe how we look at the story we've been telling ourselves and release the suffering for a better story of forward movement, asking ourselves, who did I become because of all I have gone through? I really love that last sentence. Yeah. 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 It really ties back to what Sakura was saying earlier. Yeah, and I think one of our biggest lessons for everyone right now, right, is the pandemic. Absolutely. To surrender. It was. (laughs) Did you have a choice? No. Everything was taken away, right? Mm -hmm. We had to look at ourselves. Yeah. Here's Rory's Reflections. Surrender doesn't mean giving up or giving in to someone else's demands or their ideas about how you should live your life. I think the essence of the word surrender is captured so perfectly in the saying, God grant me the serenity 
to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That last part, the wisdom to know the difference, is the key to surrender. It's when you realize that resisting is actually causing you more harm than good. It's about accepting and working with the situations we cannot change and ultimately learning from them. I love the serenity prayer. That has saved my bacon so many times. Your bacon. (laughs) My bacon, yes. I mean, seriously, over and over, like going through the divorce and going through the health challenges. I mean, that's the only thing that I could remember and I went through just constantly in my head. Yeah, well, we didn't talk about that. We didn't really talk about the, like, when to surrender and when to not surrender. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because you, not every situation is a situation where you're supposed to surrender. Right. Right? There are times when you need to walk away. Mm-hmm. There are times when you need to cut relationships. There are times when you need to fight. Mm-hmm. And so really, like, that's what I love so much about that saying is that there are times when you cannot do anything. Right. And, and it, it just depends on where the person is on their journey. Right. Yeah, 100 percent. Like what what other lessons does a person need to know or learn? But a, but a, a big part of surrender is is knowing when to surrender. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there are those situations, health crisis. Right. Something yes. where you're like, oh, should I be going to more doctors? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing like it isn't always totally o- relationships. It's not always totally obvious. Oh, yeah when you need to surrender and when you need to walk away or you need to fight or, or, or. So mm-hmm. I think it's a big part of it. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And you were talking about trust and surrender, Rory. Yeah, I mean, that came to mind as well. Like really, what is the difference between trust and surrender? Do we feel like there's a difference? I mean, we did a whole, a whole show on the word trust. Mm-hmm. As I'm thinking about the word surrender, I think there's a lot of similarities. I'm curious if you guys think there's any differences between the two. I think it's synonymous. Yeah, I think it's synonymous too because as I was contemplating it, it's like I, you know, I have to trust to surrender and to trust somebody I'm also surrendering. Right. Right? So it really is. It's just how we, it's the definition around it. Because How do you feel? I I think the same thing. I mean, I use that word a lot. I I use the word trust more than I do surrender. People don't like the word surrender. Yeah, it feels like you failed. Yeah, but you haven't. No. No, <laughs> no it, feel, it feels like, yeah, you're giving up. Uh-huh. Right. right? I, like it's, it's got a... And I like that where you're giving in. Yes. Not giving up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. You're giving right. into a higher power yeah. outside yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. And then trusting that power. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We want to thank Eric, our amazing producer, KKNW, Timber Country, Cape Town Zone Radio, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe. Like and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find under Love from the Hip. That's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. And what are we talking about on our next show? On our next show, we'll be discussing the topic of self doubt, how it shows up in our lives, how it can sabotage even our best efforts, and how it affects not only ourselves, but also our relationships. Love the show? Have a question you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. You can find me at SakuraSutter.com. You can find me at RoryReich.com. You can find me at BrendaReeseCoaching.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on 94.7 FM KBKW and 9 p.m. South African Time on Cape Town's 88.5 FM. 
for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour, where we help you awaken your intuition and inner coach so you can live your best life.